0: It's the all love, no fear podcast. Hey. It's the all love, no fear podcast. Check us out. It's the all love. Oh, no fear podcast. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. All love. Oh, no fear podcast.
1: Hey.
0: What up? We are. I would like to apologize for, for Mark's exuberance. Um, if you weren't expecting that like extra 5-year-old foreign um, ad lib piece like it was
2: You I got ready for the okay all right all
0: right all right all right <laughs> that, that, that is enough it's too much yes yes it's it's too much for me personally but uh thank you nonetheless um so yes hello everyone welcome to uh season four episode 21 of the all love no fear podcast with hey, D K B and
2: this is mark the Metapole. eh
0: with a new haircut.
2: You bring it up. Like, can we just take,
0: take uh, let the, the people get oh, into it?
2: Taking the haircut.
0: Let the people get into it. Fine. Let them see the full the full thing. Then let's move on. Turn your head. Turn your head. It's giving. It's giving fade on the sides. It's giving it fade. Great. Yes. Yes. It's giving. It's giving.
2: After this, we don't talk about it again. No, we're gonna talk about it <laughs> we because move no, 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 no,
0: no, we're gonna talk about it because <laughs> we no, no, we're not. No, we're not. No, we're not. <laughs> Here's the thing. Mark and I have been together for a total of 11, almost 12 years. And Mark has had two hairstyles the entire time that I have known him. Mark has had locks and Mark has had a dark Caesar. Epi, that's it. That's all I know. This is the first new hairstyle in four years. This is very exciting for me. I did not know that Mark's hair could do this. I did not know it could do the texture squiggles. I did not know. I have never seen it. So this is new for me. It's like I got a new husband. So This is very, very exciting. I'm like, is this how Mark feels when I change my hair all the time? Because I have absolutely had about 100 hairstyles in these last 12 years. So I'm like, oh, this is exciting. Is this how it feels to be on the receiving end of new hair? Who knew? i didn't know so like, i know
2: i feel you keep looking at like the whole week. you can look like here hmm, yeah, what is
0: like, like it's just like I'm hey like,
2: it's, can you move on
0: i'm like hey new boo
2: it's, hey let's, new day let's just move to i list. like
0: it i like i've got ideas for you i've got plans for you now
2: you have plans
0: yes i have plans
2: can you not have plans
0: no i have plans
2: it's, no that's, that's not how my hair works mark listen <laughs> listen
0: you are here to be aesthetically appealing to me so what i'm trying to do
2: I'm not here for that.
0: Yes, you are. I do. That it. is. That is. I'm not that, here for that, that. Is that is one of your purposes? You have is, several, that is, but that's one of them.
2: It's not it's, my purpose.
0: It. Look, Mark, I have
2: other purposes.
0: Okay, the one that's important to me at this moment is being aesthetically appealing. Okay, to me. Therefore, I have plans.
2: I'm glad you have plans.
0: Yes, I have plans. I have plans to, 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 to do things. <sighs> To you know, just jazz, jazz, jazz. Maybe let's get some designs. No. Yes. Still, um, still, still no. Yes. You keep saying yes, Mark. I but don't. The answer is why no. are you being so uncooperative? Is what I'm, <laughs> I'm really still, trying to get I'm
2: to the still bottom control of. Control my own. Why, hair.
0: Mark? Stop it. <laughs> I'm in just, control of my own hair. Just you know, just many, like, you know how many men would kill to have their wives be interested in their physical appearance. And so here great. I am having interest, I trying to have that. input, and you just. I, I'm, you just.
2: Awesome. I'm not changing my hair around that much.
0: Whatever. Mark is uncomfortable with me giving him compliments and um, being a positive affirmer of his uh, physical aesthetic. So I'm working to make I, sure that I we're getting there. I don't think there.
2: I'm uncomfortable with the compliment. I think I don't know what to say.
0: You don't have to say anything. Just receive it. Yes, but
2: I, I feel like I have to. You don't, I, I don't know the correct response you don't to have it. To so I think... My my uh, hesitation and my stumbling is like, mm, what to say?
0: No, <laughs> you don't have to say anything. You could just say, you could just be like, you just nod your head, like, I received that. Or you could just say thank you, like, it's basic and we can keep it moving. But I feel like I'm excited to see what else, what other new looks you can give me. Simmer down. No. <laughs> i will not simmer turn turn it down no i'm all the way up i'm all the way up nothing can stop me i'm all the way up shorty what you want okay. i got what you need all right so um, you're the only welcome. one that can come on the podcast and act up it's just you the one time i do it now it's all right we gotta we welcome gotta relax
2: to season four
0: as many episodes documentedly that i have put up with you carrying on but i can't carry on not one time this is
2: your host miss i already
0: introduced myself you don't need to introduce me i introduced you
2: mr mark Metapoetic minute we are here to do a podcast
0: oh now we're here to do a podcast all of a sudden it's all business we're here to do a podcast now okay (laughs) we're here for
2: podcasting wow
0: wow that's crazy my guy
2: to to speak wow. to speak some things wow. into someone's spirit that needs it. You're here for for inspiration. You're we're here, here for annoyance. <laughs> that's what
0: you're actually here we're for. We're here to inspire
2: annoyance. the masses is what we're here to do. So we should take some time and do that. So
0: take some time to tell you. I'm gonna be a troll now for the rest of this.
2: Awesome. To be clear. Shout out to the people on the Patreon, on the Spotify. Yeah. On the yep. Apple Podcasts, on the Google the Podcasts, things, all the, the things. All the pod beans, all of them.
0: Yes, all the things um, where the podcast be streamed at.
2: Thank you so much for all of you.
0: Yes, y'all are awesome. We appreciate y'all rocking with us. Happy September. Word. It's Virgo season. All right, y'all. Um all right. Um, yeah. Happy, we're recording this on Labor Day, so happy hope y'all enjoyed.
2: Happy first day of school for yes, all happy of the, for, for the, for the kids. school, well, or people in college.
0: Or yeah, happy, happy all that. Yeah. Happy new, happy new year things. Yeah. Um. So yeah, 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 yeah. Let's get into our love, love it or it. lose it. it. Hey, love, love, it. It. love it or lose it. it. Hey, 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 love, love it. it or lose it. it. Love or lose it. 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 Hey, love, love it. it. Oh loser. Hey, 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 hey. Hey, hey, hey. Hey, 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 hey. Hey, hey, hey. She bit, she bit, she bit. Okay. So, Word. this week's love it or lose it. I decided. So, this this past week I watched uh some rom-coms on the Netflix. If you're looking for something to watch you haven't watched it yet. Um, check out, um, really love on Netflix with, uh, Kofi Siriboe from Queen Sugar and, um, Michael Ely, uh, Tristan Wilds from The Wire, um, and, I don't know the I can't remember the name off the top of my head of the main lead actress, but she's a up and coming black actress. Um, she's South African, I believe. But um, the movie's the movie's interesting. The movie's interesting. It's very well shot. I enjoy when movies with black people of varying hues have good lighting because my God, you would think it would be easier, but somehow the lighting be trash in a lot of movies for black people. And I appreciate how everybody was well lit in this movie. Um, it's it, it's a slow movie you're it's like I, sp- I felt like I spent the first 45 minutes watching like so is it gonna pick up from here or this is this is it so it's a slow movie but it's it's interesting nonetheless and um I was like yeah people were saying that it reminded them of Love Jones and I guess I can kind of see see where people are coming from with that so check that out support black people and then the other movie um that I actually was very entertained by was um uh resort to love uh it's a movie it's produced by Alicia Keys and she very gratuitously uses her songs in the movie but you know whatever girl you the producer do what you want um but it stars Christina Milian um Jay Farrow. And, um, Sinkwa Wall, Sinkway Walls from, uh, he used to play, uh, Sean, I think on power, uh, in the first couple of seasons. So, um, really, really cute, really entertaining movie. Um, I thought it was going to be very corny, but it actually was, I enjoyed myself. So if you're looking for something to watch with beautiful black people, check out those two things. They're both on Netflix. Um, so all of that is what led me to this week's Lover to Lose It. I was like, hmm reminiscing on 2000s black rom-coms. And so this week's uh, Love It or Lose It is going to be making some hard decisions on some classic black 2000s rom-coms. So the four choices are, Two Can Play That Game, starring Morris Chestnut and Vivica A. Fox, Deliver Us From Eva, starring LL Cool J and Gabrielle Union, Brown Sugar, Starring Sanaa Lathan and Tay Diggs and a bunch of other great black people. Um, and Love and Basketball with uh, Sanaa Lathan again and Omar Epps. So those are our love it or lose it options. Two can play that game, deliver us from Eva, Brown Sugar, Love and Basketball. What you lose it, sir?
2: Love and Basketball. Mm-hmm. Um, love and Basketball. Like, I, I... I... Out of those, um, I think that's the least creative story to me. Okay. He says, oh my gosh, the woman can play basketball? <laughs> <laughs> like that's that's that is that is the premise. That's so, the
0: whole storyline. Oh my gosh, she can play better
2: than the guys. Never. <laughs> like that is the premise. So <laughs> you don't um, like it? I I just feel as if like I I I sometimes don't like um sorry some of the back-in-the-day movies where the premise was based off of the society... It's a response to society being trash. Mm-hmm. So, like, because society doesn't... has a problem respecting women basketball players, mm-hmm. that movie became a big thing because it was like, oh, my God, it, that never happens. It's a crazy. <laughs> so, like, <laughs> when things change, it looks like, all right. <laughs> mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So... It's like it's playing it's playing into a societal in, insecurity, mm-hmm. so stuff like that sometimes bothers me. Gotcha. Two can play that game, I guess. Does that too, but on a different way. But I feel like loving basketball is like it's it's a little more annoying.
0: Where's <laughs> Big Bird? Um, my lose it is also loving and basketball, and I know that black people go up. For Love and Basketball. There's, that's a lot of people's favorite movie. They watch it over and over again. They live for it. I can't stand it. Like, and the, the older I get, the more I can't stand it. Like, I remember watching it, like, around when it came out. And I remember being like, oh, okay, cool. And, like, the older I get, every time I try to watch it, I'm like. It gets worse and worse. That Omar Epps is a piece of trash. What? What I will say is. Not Omar F.'s the person, but his character yeah. in the
2: movie. What I will say is, a lot of the movies back then are really bad. That That's why I like when they remake a movie or do a movie, and they're like, it's not the same as the original. It's because we had lower standards, we yeah, had <laughs> worse of taste. Acting abilities, stuff like that. Yeah. I'm not saying they. It's just, it accommodated it, it, it a time. It accommodated. Yeah. So it's like, it wasn't. Like back then wasn't like great theater. Yeah. But <laughs> like yeah, we have to like we just we we just appreciate the gimmick. we knew it was gimmick and we appreciated what it was. Right. It's like when they did the Kim Coming to America. It was mm-hmm. it was gimmicks and it was cheesy. Right. And we just appreciate it for what it was. Yeah. Um like it was a parody of itself. Uh same thing with um space jam mm-hmm. the parody of itself it was always gimmicky and she it was that's what it was
0: still haven't seen that space jam by the way
2: so space jam 2 was cheesy and gimmicky and mm-hmm. like we try to act like the first one was perfect theater mm-hmm. it's 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 not true <laughs> michael jordan also could not act mm-hmm.
1: <laughs> um yeah. yeah
2: that's so uh, like it it, it it was it's it's a it's a lot of a lot of the same things um what else was there um i i so i i found out that there was a drum line too who knew
0: yeah you told me that i was um, like who it, when did they do that was nick cannon apart like i think, it's only, like, what I think it's only
2: on prime i think um Child, nick cannon was one of the producers okay um and like i didn't watch it but i saw like the comments about it and the comments were like the first one was better and like some of the comments were like didn't really sell me on like it how that it's really bad it doesn't think it was that bad because the comments weren't like we're saying like the first one was a classic it was bad acting I was like Nick Cannon can't really act
0: (laughs) (laughs) oh I just looked up the thing the guy that's uh, in Black Lightning
2: yeah is the guy yeah and it's about it's about a girl like it's like the um what I've seen from like I'm some clips it. is just, it, it's just not the same level of production. They didn't probably have the same budget. Uh. So like, you're not going to get the same camera angles and stuff like that. Cause like they had, cause like I, like what I saw, like the camera angles aren't going to be the same. It's not the same production company. It's not the same level of production. Right. But it's Drumline, like.
0: <laughs> yeah, I'm gonna watch it. I want to watch it. Like, I'm. Just, I had no idea there was a second it's, Drumline. I, it's, it's Drumline. I was under a rock when they talked about this. I have yeah. no recollection of this. It came
2: out in like 2013, 2014, apparently.
0: Oh, okay. I I completely missed that. So I'm like, you know, what, I'm gonna have to watch it because I I, I want to see that. I
2: remember hearing about it in passing.
0: Mm. I feel like I missed whatever that was. I don't remember hearing about it or anything. Yeah. Yeah
2: but yeah um but yeah go ahead um
0: yeah lo- um love and basketball is also my my lose it yeah i i felt like the whole the whole premise of the movie was annoying um the fact that you know uh Sanaa lathan aka kyla pratt baby kyla pratt she still looks the same so cute baby kyla pratt wanted to play basketball and alfrey Woodard, a great actress her mom was just like now nah, you a little ruffian You need to be more girly, blah, 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 blah. Like, I was like, that was already annoying. (laughs) Then Dennis Haysbert being um, little Omar Epps father and just being all misogynistic and weird. But like, I also am like, but this was also a sign of the times. Like people were very trash with with their thought processes and their views back then. But it's just like the fact that, I don't know. I just feel like Omar Epps' character just basically played Monica for mad long and kind of made it seem like she wasn't that big of a deal and then finally when his basketball career was kind of waning that's when he was like oh I think I want to be with the Kick rocks sir. yeah get, get out get out that lady face you would get it. I hate that that gets on my nerves so I think that's what my problem is with the movie yeah. um I get why people like it for sure and you know if you you know like, we've talked about this before. Like, there's certain music, movies, whatever, that's linked to our upbringing, and we're always going to have like positive,
2: yeah, like you're, views you're, about it. And if you're a fan of like toxic relationships,
0: yeah, I mean, people be in whole toxic <laughs> relationships and don't even realize. So, well, they, they're know. fans. So, yeah, I mean, if that's what you into, then that's what's up.
2: I mean, but yeah,
0: you know, those are choices. So, um, yeah. yeah, if you like it, that's cool. I'm not judging you for liking it, I'm just saying that I. If I had to make a choice out of the four to do a rewatch on, wouldn't be that one. Yeah. What's your love it?
2: Um, brown sugar.
0: I thought you would say it. I figured you would say that.
2: Yeah. it's Like, it was, number one, it was an interesting concept in the first place. Mm-hmm. Um, it was a, it's a great concept that um, hasn't been done mm. before and people were excited about it.
1: Mm-hmm.
2: Um, I'm not even sure if it's been done since. Mm-hmm. Like the concept of it, like they've tried to, like they still like probably do hip hop in the background, but just, um, just it, it, it was just a, it's just an interesting concept that has not been done.
1: Mm-hmm.
2: Um, it it it. The funny thing is, it like it kind of take a shot at like pop hip hop, mm. <laughs> pop pop, pop hip hop. Which the is what we
0: have today, essentially. Yeah. <laughs> so it it
2: kind of like took shots at that. like people making it for that and then trying to make hip-hop more genuine and like it it it, it was it was an interesting concept right uh it it was just something that was interesting um it's funny that a lot of people didn't know who most was before that movie and they thought that they thought that he was just an actor who was rapping it was like no that that dude's a real rapper like he he's actually really talented i don't know yes (laughs) but a lot of people didn't know that he was a rapper before that movie yeah and they thought that he became a rapper from that movie. <laughs>
0: mm-hmm. It's like no, no, no. He was he was about this life. Yeah, this whole time,
2: like a like a, a movie about most. And ever. his acting
0: in that movie is actually some of the best. Well, most most, not is, even most half 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 is
2: a good rap, a good actor. Like, <laughs> which, which is why people thought people thought people a lot of people knew he was him as an actor first.
0: Okay, gotcha.
2: That's what I was saying. I was like people a lot of people knew most of as an actor before he was a rapper
0: because he gave what he was supposed to give. In my opinion,
2: yeah. So it it was, um, it was good. It was, it was an interesting concept of like, like, of course they had this cheesy moment. Yeah, for sure. Like, I just want to make make real music. Yeah. (laughs) It was was a little cheesy. Very much. Um, The rapping Dalmatians were great. i I still the greatest yes
0: like that will never not be funny to me like i can watch that scene over and over and over again
2: and i'm wearing white and he's white
0: he's He's wearing black black. i'm like are y'all are y'all (laughs) see like that will never get old to me i will always think that's funny always i still watch it and get a key even though i know it's coming it's still hilarious
2: every time pan wait on the bandstand Pan from the best Chinese restaurant in the
0: land. It's like, let, let's not do this, please. <laughs> please. Please. We insist. Okay. All right. I think I'm going to choose for myself to can play that game. Um. Okay. And I think it's because it's tied to like a memory. Like I remember they were doing like a movie thing at my school after school and like I didn't know what movie they were doing but it was like on Friday afternoons they used to show movies like at my school when I was living in Barbados after school and that was one they showed that day and like I think that was the first movie that I can recall seeing where all the people were black I yeah I think that was the first movie I had ever seen where like the whole cast Mm -hmm. was essentially black people And I was like, oh my gosh. Like, I remember thinking how beautiful Vivica Fox was. Like, she was gorgeous. Like, I'm so mad that she messed with her face because in that movie, she is like black girl perfection. I remember thinking how pretty Gabrielle Union was. I was like, my gosh, she is just tall and chocolate and pretty. It's also where I decided that Morris Chestnut was it in terms of handsome black men. Boris Kojo came on. I was like, "All right." I mean, you know, yeah, nah, nah. but it's where my my obsession with with the dark skinned man began. It, Morris was, Chestnut, right it, there.
2: It, it was interesting, like watching because I because us brown skinned people we don't be in the conversation. So. <laughs> <laughs> but <laughs> it was interesting watching um the back and forth between y'all you know, dark skinned guys with the light skinned guys. It was. It was like
0: you were just uh, in the middle of uh, your business, like, like well. the brown
2: skin people in the in the middle always be looking like that's crazy what y'all be doing,
0: like that's that's a lot <laughs> that back and forth that y'all be doing, it's crazy, that's a lot, that's a lot.
2: Because I, I remember there was like a time when I was like mm, this person this, mm, this it kept going back and forth.
0: Yeah, it was a very intense back and forth <laughs> for many years. um I also liked in the movie like the breaking of the fourth wall. That yeah. Vivica like I liked that like I realized that that I think that's the first time I think I ever like watched something that was like that too, and I realized like I actually like when, excuse me, that happens in like movies and shows.
2: There was a couple of back movies that did that. Yeah,
0: they just blow before. <laughs> before. I think yeah, that's that's we the were, first one I can remember seeing.
2: There we were a couple of those where they yeah.
0: did that. So I liked that aspect of it, and I just I just liked the storyline because it was just like they were both playing games and then Anthony Anderson's character in that movie was a jam because Anthony Anderson was onto the games that Vivica Fox's character was playing. He was like, yo, she doing this because this and then Morris Chestnut would be like, no, that's not what she's doing. Anthony Anderson's like, bro, I'm trying to tell you and I will not, my favorite
2: scene. Before you, mm. this is why Anthony Anderson will always be a goat because he went from that and always being a joke character to Mm (laughs) blackish and it changed his whole persona of like what people think of him Mm -hmm. because he was always like a joke. Yes, because like, he was in he was all, the the Benja- jo-
0: all About the Benjamins yeah he like the a joke
2: best friend mm-hmm. he was always that guy mm-hmm. and then he came to this and it yeah. was like he just changed his whole big
0: respect to Anthony Anderson yeah but go big ahead um, my favorite scene from um, Two Can Play That Game and I was like that inspired me in my life mentally for how to handle situations with men when Vivica Fox had gone out to the club with her friends and Morris Chestnut came in with another woman and they was looking hugged up When Morris Chestnut saw her, he was shooketh. And she went over and played it cooler than a cucumber. She was like, hey, what's up? how you doing? Nice to see you. Shook the girl's hand and everything and walked off. And her friends was like, what's that about? And she just played it cool. I was like, meanwhile, Morris was shaking in his boots. I said, that's how you handle those types of situations. (laughs) That was a teachable moment for me as a young girl. And I was just like, you don't ever go nowhere. Cause no scene, flip tables over. Don't do all that. Keep it classy. Keep it cool. Leave him wondering what just happened and whether he's in trouble or not a fun time so it was a great life lesson for me as a young lady and i've, I've kept that energy ever since i've, ne- I've never i've never i shouldn't say i've never but i have not often been in situations where i've had to do something like that but i'm like i wouldn't because of that scene i would never cause a scene somewhere if i saw something like that i would absolutely play it cool and be like hey what's up i might slide an evil eye but beyond that, yeah. no scene
2: causing. I think that that um, scene is also what reminded everybody. Like when, when you get when um someone breaks up with you and someone hurt you, mm-hmm. from that point on, they should always see you fly at all times. At all times, <laughs> they should never they should never see you hurt. Right. She always be like, "I'm going to be fly every time you see me. I'm doing
0: well. <laughs> I'm, I'm fine. living lavishly,
2: even though you're at home like this." <laughs> Uh, uh, we get to see you I'm cool yeah I'm fine
0: and then it had such talented like (laughs) additional like actresses like there was Tamala, what's her name Tamala Jones they had Wendy Raquel Robinson Monique Bobby Brown was in there like it was just a really talented ensemble cast of black people who like brought a lot of comedic relief good acting like it was just a great movie overall like I would sit down and watch that movie over and over and over again because it's awesome word yes so yeah that is our love it or lose it hey love it or lose it hey 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 love it or lose it hey love it or lose it hey 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 yeah. Oh. Shoot it. That's fine. All right. <laughs> Let us move on to our main topic. Main topic. You with these uh, uh uh what you call it? Uh open mic snaps, stressing me out a little bit. Um, but okay, we're gonna move on. Uh, so this week, we wanted to talk about something that's kind of controversial, depending on which side of the hunt you're on, but worthy of exploration, just because I have a hard time understanding some of the viewpoints. So um, this week, this past week, Lil Nas X uh, posted a, a picture on the internet. And it's of him in like, you ever seen like a maternity maternity shoot where the person has on like a floral crown type thing and they've got on like a sheer kimono thing and they're like holding their belly and it looks like he did some type of either, you know, prosthetic stomach or makeup or something to hold this belly and it's basically promo for his album he's like I'm birthing this album it's coming out I think next week or something like that and you know he posted on the internet and people were up in arms so before I get into why people are up in arms I guess my thing is I saw the picture and was like oh it's Nas X, Nas Xing. Like, little Nas X is like a walking troll. Like, he intentionally does things to rile people up because he knows it riles people up. So I literally saw the picture and was like, oh, all right, and moved on because. I know how Lil Nas X moves on these internet streets. If you follow him on Twitter or on Instagram, you know he posts a lot of provocative, like,
2: and, and this is provocative,
0: right? But like, he does <laughs> he does things that are considered irreverent, for lack of a better word. Like, that's just his his shtick like that's just what he does he does he does a lot of shock value things and so to me I'm just like okay all right got it moving on but you know the 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 people were um some of the people were very bothered by this post and so it you know birthed haha see what I did there Um, (laughs) it wasn't intentional. I thought about it after I said it, um, it birthed several think pieces, Instagram lives, Twitter, um, autobiographies about Lil Nas X and the example he's setting. And the thing it falls back to every single time, this, this concept about the emasculation or feminization of black men, so I just want to talk about it here because I I have some questions and I'm hoping that possibly I can get some answers.
2: So let's <laughs> before we get to that part, let's just address this stupid thing. The number one people of all genders have said give birth to something, and so, in a rap, in a poet,
0: there's ho- there's a whole have- gospel song, pregnant possibilities
2: like people of all genders have have used anew. the giving birth
0: analogy concept,
2: analogy it is it is a gender neutral phrase like people have used it for many times
0: yes we know women biological women and I'm not fit to argue with nobody about this biological women cis women whatever you want to call it give birth to humans.
2: They have, they have the ability.
0: They have the ability to give birth to humans. Well, some
2: do. Yes. Yes. Uh, they, uh, yes. We can we, we get into design. that. We,
0: they get yeah. yeah. Yes. And this is not disrespect to people who, you know, have fertility issues. We completely Correct. relate and understand. But yes, we understand that biological men born with male genitalia and internal reproductive organs, whatever the case is cannot physically birth a human we understand
2: so the fact that people have done this artistically said those words or anything. this is just a visual for that all right people are making a big deal because it's little little X because of what is has happened what he said before that's why it, people are trying to connect to it um and it's a bunch of nonsense it's not that serious <laughs> it really isn't that serious um the think pieces are what's making me upset because it's stupid like someone was saying oh kids gonna think that boys can get pregnant no no one's gonna think that <laughs> that's not how that works do
0: they do the children go to school do they teach <laughs> biology not, at the school
2: that's not how that works um why,
0: why would they think that darling
2: yeah it it's it's a foolish concept um if and if and if they do that they're going to say oh can boys get pregnant no, no. And move on and it's, I mean that's the answer it's, it's very it's very simple
0: and I mean it's a very
2: simple concept yes and if, if they go in they can try all they want and guess what it's not going to work so it's it's really, it's really a it, moot point. It's really, exactly. No matter how much they think they can, they can't. So it's, right. it's a it's a moot point. <laughs> it it doesn't make sense.
0: Do, do you have ovaries? Do you have a fallopian tube? It's, do you have a uterus? If the answer it, is. It's a very, no, it's a very
2: foolish <laughs> argument to get that, that put up under.
0: <laughs> exactly. <laughs> it's a very
2: foolish Yeah, comment. there is no,
0: there is no point <laughs> that's in, like in, saying, in furthering that conversation. That's like saying,
2: so, like someone put something in a movie. Can that happen? What's in that movie? It's the right, same, like it's who is that thing? movie
0: with Arnold Schwarzenegger where Arnold Schwarzenegger was yeah. like pretend pregnant? Yeah. Girl, we know it's not real. Yeah,
2: like all you have to say is like, is that real? No. No. And move on. It's, it's, it it's really, very simple. It's, it's not that. Media has a lot of untruth all the time. If you see a dinosaur in the picture, are there dinosaurs? No. It's not going to happen. It's a very foolish argument. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Very foolish argument. It's,
0: and also, my my it's argument. A
2: foolish, foolish argument.
0: So I have a few questions. Oh, before you are you are you finished or did you have something else to say before um, I cut you?
2: Yeah, people need to relax. Yeah. And and oh, are we are we going to go into the next part about the masculine? Because I I want to. We're going to get there. I kind I, I kind of know where that. I, I know where. It kind of sparked from, and like people are. You first.
0: So for one thing, why is it that whenever somebody from the LGBTQ community does or says something that is on social media or it becomes public knowledge, the first thing people jump to is, but the kids until your kid is at, at least 10 years old, you as the parent or guardian are in full control of what they see, whether it's through TV, their tablets, or whatever other devices. How would they stumble upon a Nas X picture that was posted on Instagram? How would they see it to begin with? How, how would they get there? H- how?
2: and if they got to it and they ask you a question question, just just answer it's it's not that hard
0: just explain like i'm not like they're they're making it difficult for people to they're making it so people have to have difficult conversations with their children
2: he's not really pregnant
0: difficult to who that's the end difficult to who is what i want to know he's not really pregnant because kids (laughs) i feel like people act like kids are are stupid Kids are actually far more perceptive and far smarter than we as society give them credit for. Like just answer the question. Like if it doesn't come up now, it's gonna come up at some other point and you're still gonna have to answer the question. So why are you making it seem as if you're being put in some uncomfortable, impossible position and you don't know how to address it? Like did you like, how did you foresee your child like navigating this world? Like, what what did you think was going to happen? And how long did you think you were going to be able to avoid certain questions? And again, talking about, but the kids, the kids don't, the kids don't have anything to do with this conversation. The kids don't have any feelings about this. If the kids see it, They just want to know, oh, I've never seen that before. What's that about? Just like anything else that they would ask you about that they've never seen before. So I'm not sure why this is suddenly the thing that the kids are going to be so confused and up in arms or in awe about. They see food they've never seen before and they ask you what that is. What is the difference in this conversation? Help me understand because it does not make any sense to me why people are acting like suddenly the kids are going to like their brains are going to explode if they see it. I'm like, first of all, like I said before, up to there's up to a certain age at least where I think parents and guardians are in full control of what their kids see, for the most part. I mean, yeah, some kids, you know, their parents might give them a phone a little bit earlier or whatever the case is, but I'm like, uh, I, what are y'all? What what, what is it that? How would your kid be just randomly seeing this is my question. Also, if you're such an involved parent who's so on top of what's going on.
2: Also, I realized that like people don't like disconnect anything. Um, I'll, I'll talk about that then go to my, mm. my point before. Meaning like people kind of connect um, even though they're all part. Like if you go to LGBT like even though we go, we say those letters together, mm-hmm. they're not all one and the same. Yes. Right. But people connect them. Yes. <laughs> yes. So like when, when he does that, people all that connect transsexual, they connect drag. They think they're all, and they, uh, they people all night you think they're all the same too. Right,
0: And there is overlap between them. Yeah. But it's not, in some cases, but it's not the always. same. Yeah.
2: Meaning like, just because you're a transsexual, doesn't like, If I um, was biologically a man, but I feel like I was a woman, doesn't mean that I'm automatically attracted to men. Right. I can still be attracted to women. Right. You know what I'm saying? Like, those don't go hand in hand. Right. Um, People who dress in drag, who dress in dresses, doesn't automatically mean that they're attracted to men. (laughs) Right sometimes they still drag to women
0: or they're mean, or that means that they want to be women yeah sometimes they just like I,
2: drag drag just means i just want to wear i like clothes. wearing women's
0: clothes that doesn't mean that at all yes it's, i had a, just, i had a professor in college who wore drag on the weekends had a whole wife and kids and a whole professional life but just like yeah, to wear women's clothes that, that's that, what that, they that was, that was has,
2: into that has those have nothing to do like it's, just, you know, it's like people don't know how to um to separate them yes. so like People are like, oh, it's this. It's like this.
0: Ah! It's like <laughs> no. It's not. It's not necessarily. It's not really. It's that. not
2: true. So it, it it it's a lot of crazy stuff with that. I think. Yeah. Um, I think my my guess for Little X based off of what I've seen, I think he's just more of just he's a homosexual who just likes drag. Yeah. Because like, because he did the Nicki Minaj costume and stuff. Yeah. Like, I think he just likes drag. I don't think he. I don't even think, think
0: so much. He likes drag. He just feels like fluid about clothes yeah like he yeah. doesn't feel married to i I'm, must I'm, wear I'm, pants i'm
2: just trying to simplify people yeah, who, yes, who yes. might not who, yes i who understand we need to put who need to categorize them I, yes like he wouldn't say that right <laughs> but I, I think i'm trying to help people who try to who need categories yeah <laughs> that is i think more of what he is that's
0: fine <laughs> right um the other thing that you know
2: oh and no go ahead sorry i'm sorry and my statement back into like um as we transition to like the main topic about um people have thinking that men are becoming more effeminate and stuff like that. I remember a few years back and this, I think this kind of, I think this got in people's heads mm-hmm. and it, it, it never left. Mm-hmm. Um It was, was it Dave Chappelle? Mm. It might've been Dave Chappelle. It might've been, it might've been Dave Chappelle where he was saying how like, in the um, when he was acting, people kept asking him to wear a dress.
0: Mm-hmm. With Dave Chappelle, yeah, I think it was Dave Chappelle,
2: and he kept wearing a dress. And he was like, "Why do they keep wearing a dress?" And they kept trying to put black comedians in dress, saying that like, you have, you won't make it to to you wearing wearing a dress. Mm-hmm. Which is, and if that part is true, that's still a corporation thing, right? Corporation issue with black men, right? right? I don't understand how that connects to a person doing things on their own right and or track like like they try to connect that with everything right because some dave chappelle said that and they use that for everything right <laughs> they use that for every time there's any time there's a guy who's homosexual or transsexual or anything like that they're like it's because i trying to i'm like that is actually just their choice, right? Like, stop assuming that everybody is just a puppet in someone's hand, right? Sometimes people just want to do what they want to do. It's not always being controlled by something, right? People just want to do things, right? But like, and they're, a lot, and a they're a lot not times, so
0: deeply like they're not tying everything to this deep yeah conspiracy like, or whatever you want to call it about stuff
2: because like, and and I and I think it comes from people feelings of like. I don't feel that way. I feel it's crazy doing that. So obviously, if they don't feel like it's crazy doing that, then there's something wrong with them,
0: right? Right.
2: <laughs> because I, if I feel so adamantly against it and they're doing it, something's wrong with them, right? Because they shouldn't feel that way, yeah. And it's it's it, it, it's it's a weird, right? It's a it it's just weird, like people because like this, people believe that everybody ha, should have this, has the same thought. People think that all oh, black people have the same thought, and if they right. don't, there's something wrong with them,
0: yeah.
2: So it, it's it's a Right. It's weird.
0: Right. Like we can't say black people are not a monolith, but then not give space to black men expressing themselves in a way that may be different from what the majority thinks is what a black man is supposed to look like. Because I feel like we as a community are trying to decide what black masculinity looks like for the whole community and it's it's not possible it's not possible because gay straight bisexual anything in between everybody's expression of what manhood looks like is going to be different based on their upbringing based on their own experiences Based on who they are innately as people, it's just going to be different. So,
2: and the reality is, we don't have to un, we have to stop falling into this trap of hyper masculinity that we feel like black men have to be able to. Right. Try. I think falling into that trap is is actually more damaging, more harmful
0: to, to than us is. than we, anything we else. We feel
2: as if like we have to be hyper masculine, right? Compared to everybody else, like we have to be more um, physically in shape, mm. more sexual we have to be more like we have to be like talk more manly we can't like we can't we can't um change our octaves we have to walk manly like it's just all these things we feel like we, we're, we're, we it's we very went,
0: performative yeah
2: and it and honestly it does come from slavery yeah. It comes from like how we've we, we, we have to be the more manly lifting manage like we Yeah. It's just it's it's that mindset. It's right. like that that they've put on us and we've we've adapted we've adopted ourselves. Right. right.
0: And, and you know you know, the argument too, like speaking of slavery is that you know, the the slave masters used to do buck breaking and you know, they would like rape the man in front of the women to break them down and make them seem less powerful in their community and so that's why black men have to carry themselves a certain way and why we can't support you know black men that are like not walking to the beat of the masculine drum as the rest of us and it's like yes those things happened they were awful they were terrible they were a lot of things
2: but they also did hyper masculinity so like both things happen on both sides are wrong. Yes, like both sides of someone trying to break somebody into something else is both wrong. Yes, both are wrong. Like um, the, the the reality is there's just no there shouldn't be these standards we put on yes. either side. Right, either side standards are wrong. Right. Um, let's let the person be who they want to be. Like, like that 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 is where the concern is. Right. Like, is it possible on both sides? Like so, like. S- some people might be doing things a lot of people aren't. <laughs> right, right.
0: Like, my first question when we start going down this like effeminate if um effeminizing black men or emasculating black men conversation, it's like, but who are black men trying to be masculine to or for? Like who 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 is the measuring stick of what masculinity is? And who are you trying to perform this for? Who told you or who said this is what being masculine looks like for a black man. And this is how you have to act it out. Like, who are you trying to prove masculinity to? And the reason I asked this question, because I don't know if you remember when we had gone to California like two years ago and there was a picture of Billy Porter in his like tuxedo dress situation that he wore to the Oscars or the Golden Globes or one of those things. And my, my dad was like, you know, that's what's wrong with, like you know, the black community or like black men, like you know, that's why people think we not masculine. Blah 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 blah. And in my head, I was like, and I said to him, I said, who? That exactly who? Who doesn't who think is that? they? Who thinks that black men aren't masculine? Who that's that's we're the extra part, ma- we're extra masculine all the time. All the time. So I'm like, who is the they? that doesn't think that black men are masculine. And who is it that black men are performing this masculinity for? Like, I'm confused, who are you proving it to? Because I said, my response when my dad said it, I was like, so you mean to tell me all the other black men that were on that red carpet that came in regular Tom Ford suits and 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 Louis uh lace-up shoes, they don't represent masculinity, but this one guy in a tuxedo dress ruins it for everybody? How does that make any sense? 50 dudes. That is insane. Spike Lee was at this event. Denzel. John David who, Washington. Who are you performing for? Right. Like, all of these men walked down that red carpet and the people saw Billy Porter in that one outfit and said black men aren't masculine? Huh? Who says that? Who, what? Number one, who says that? It doesn't make any and, sense.
2: And like, what, it's, it's just insane. Like,
0: like one, like, one because, person flips the whole of black masculinity on their head because they decide to wear something Outside of what's considered the norm for manly dress,
2: and and huh? that, and that comes with the concept that everybody feels like all black people have to be the same and do the same thing. I want freedom. Freedom to me is everybody being able to do what they want, and not every not anything you're doing being charged to your race. Yeah, like do let anybody do what they want. Stop charging, feeling like people have to do things for the like right real freedom
0: being able to do what you want right Billy Porter is comfortable wearing whatever he's wearing he's cool with it he don't care what nobody got to say and he is not a stalwart or representative or anything of black people he's
2: only representative of Billy Porter
0: he's a representative of Billy Porter and maybe his mama that's it that is it that is it nothing else
2: the other thing there, and there, and there's enough black men in media for like like
0: that, exactly that there, was there, my there, next there, point
2: there, there's enough
0: i'm like we've seen the hyper masculine rappers we've seen the jay-z's we've seen the Nas's. we've seen the rick ross's we've seen the babies we've seen you know all of these there's enough there's enough so why is it that black people act as if one black guy or a few black guys do something a little different and all of a sudden that is flipping the table on what black masculinity looks like. If it's that easy to be flipped by one person going quote unquote off script, how how solid is it to begin with? If one person or a few people out of the majority are doing something just a little different what someone does from is what just... everybody else is doing. If What's, that's what it takes to flip the concept of black masculinity on its head for you, it's not that secure with you to begin with.
2: Yeah. I'm like what someone else does doesn't change how you look at me. Right. And if it does, that is a, per, that that is is issue a with, problem. That is the issue with the person looking at me. That has, that has nothing, nothing to do with, do with me. me.
0: <laughs> nothing to do with me. So I'm just I, I, I have a hard time getting understanding about what these people are talking about when they're talking about there's an agenda to feminize black men. There's a, this, there's a, that. I don't know if I agree with any of that because as you said, black men are some of the most hyper masculine performing men of like of all time ever. Like black, there's black men who have been with women for years and women have never seen those men cry. Like th- th- because th- they feel like crying isn't masculine. They've never seen those men show any type of emotion. They're always stoic because they feel like that's what being masculine is. Other races of men cry all the time. Like they show emotion. Like, they, n- like n- black n- men are either stoic or angry. That yeah. seems to be the two emotions that black men are allowed to have. That's it.
2: Ninety percent of black stereotypes are animalistic. <laughs> yes. <laughs> and yes. That is why I'm saying, like, we're trying to break that. Right, so like, I'd rather have this. Like, at least break up the monotony of that we're animalistic all the time. Yes, that's true. Like break up that not mono- Like we're right. like we're always um told as an animalist, animalistic characteristics every yes. time.
0: Yes, the, it's like there's a lot.
2: Like, like we're robot. Like like, like like and they do it with black women, black men. Like they they keep putting these animalistic characteristics right. on it. Like let us just be human. Right,
0: <laughs> and it's like, why? What is the problem with? a Billy Porter or a Lil Nas X expressing their humanness in the way that they express it. It's like, how, how is that bothering you? How is the focus not more on let's try to work on helping tear down some of these animalistic non-human like perceptions of black people? Cause you're trying to tell me that white white women clutch their purses when they see a white man coming, when they see a black man coming. Still in 2021, but Lil Nas X is effeminizing black women. I mean black men, really. If if black men were that effeminized by Lil Nas X or Billy Porter or Jamie Foxx wearing a dress on in living color, white women would have been stopped grabbing their purses. We, we, would we, have we, been.
2: They wouldn't. They would. They would have stopped um, shooting us because cops feel like unsafe around us. Yes
0: cuz i'm like how how are black men feminized if, if if police are so afraid still to just come up on a black person that they're willing to shoot them how are how is black men being feminized if a black a, a white woman in central park called the police on a black man telling her to leash her dog like make it make sense make it make sense like it does not logically make sense this conversation if if, if feminization is happening, it's not working. It's not. It's not working to the advantage of black men. I'll tell you that. It's, it's, it's not it's effective. Not, it's not effective. So the conspiracy. It's not effective. It's I'm not sure. effective. If it's a strategy, <laughs> they got to go back to the drawing board and come up with something more effective because black men aren't more protected. That is as is, a result of it. This no, no one, this no one is having more pity on them or being more understanding of their situations or what they've got going on they're not getting shorter prison sentences they're not getting shorter probation periods they're not getting any preferential or they, better treatment as a result of this alleged effeminization so what what is what is the reason there,
2: there's there's zero
0: data on this there's <laughs> i i am not seeing this. Please, I'm not please, seeing it. Please show me the numbers. Right. I'm not seeing it. <laughs> it just, it's not adding up for me. So I kind of feel like.
2: And like, <laughs> just because there are more shows or more people expressing it doesn't change anything. Because they're expressing showing more because. The world is becoming more open it about exists it. exists
0: in real life. It, it,
2: it It's, it's it just existed. And it existed. always has. It's always existed. Now it's just people being more open. It doesn't right. change anything.
0: Right. Because people are like, oh, it's influencing people. It's influencing kids. If it's, that's the case then we would have a lot more Claire and Cliff Huxtables running around. Cause as many as y'all run around here talking about the Cosby show raised me, the Cosby show was my example, but then y'all still got multiple baby mamas and working off the books job. So you don't have to pay child support. It obviously didn't influence you that much cause you're still a bum. So come out of my face with the nonsense, please.
2: Like it's, it, it's, it's, Stop. it's just nonsense.
0: Stop now. Like, the, like if that's the, if that's the argument that is influencing people, then at least 50% of us black people should be in interracial relationships because all I see on TV is interracial couples all day long. So if that's the influence, we shouldn't even be sitting here as a monoracial couple. One of the people sitting here should be a white person or a Latino or somebody. So it's just like, y'all got to stop giving this media influence Conversations, so much life and so much energy. I'm not debating that the media absolutely does impact our thought processes and the ways we see things because that's the way we get our information about how to understand and process things around us. But to, to just lay the argument of boy boys are going to be effeminate or going to possibly be gay or sexually fluid or whatever the case is, based on a Nas X or a Billy Porter or some other such person, the the argument is faulty. Because if that's the case, we should all we should all be have influ- have been influenced to be to do better to do better than what we're doing right now. We should all be going to HBCUs. We should all be Claire and Cliff Huxtables. We should all be Annalise Keatings. Like we should all be all those things, but we ain't doing that. So obviously, this this the media influence only goes so far in determining that the large portion of that comes from our own choices our own decisions our own personal experiences that lead us to becoming who we are it's not oh we saw a commercial and now we're this or that like no
2: the the reality is there is no study (laughs) that shows certain things have caused an increase in certain things and homosexuality and feminine, like nothing, there's no studies that show that these things happen, number one. Right. Um, There are instances of people be putting so much pressure on someone to be extra hyper-masculine that they go the opposite direction. <laughs> they, they become the exact opposite of what you're looking for. It doesn't mean that they're not masculine, but the exact opposite of what I wanted my child to be. Mm-hmm. I'll say it that way because like it, 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 whatever that is it's just that has happened a lot because well like I I always get distressed when someone says oh you can't do that that's what girls do
0: mm-hmm.
2: I, you can't do that that's what boys do like that stuff hurts more right than anything else right right Um, trying doing stuff like that will will always hurt more than anything else because what if they like doing that yes then they're like oh am I like doing this? Something's wrong with me because I like doing this and this is not what boys do or girls do. Yeah. So that hurts more.
0: Exactly. Exactly.
2: Like I enjoy doing this, but you're telling me boys are not supposed to do this. Right. So something, something's wrong with me now.
0: Yes. And, (laughs) and, And now you're creating a complex that, you know, now you're creating a complex and you're creating an individual that is unsure about themselves. And let me tell you something. If a child grows up unsure of themselves, they don't magically become an adult who is sure of themselves. They spend much of their adult life either making bad decisions or being incapable of making a decision because they're unsure of themselves.
2: Or in therapy, trying to break that down so they can figure out what they're doing.
0: Exactly. Meanwhile, they're terrorizing other adults that they meet later on in life because they haven't yet figured out or unpacked or unraveled how to get past that that unsureness about themselves. And so I I think we we be focused on the wrong on the wrong things. Instead of being focused on this alleged effeminization storyline, how about we get focused on you know keeping black boys out of the school to prison pipeline. How about we focus on working with young black boys who are in juvenile facilities and getting them the resources they need to, you know, overcome whatever like mental health, behavioral issues, whatever it is that has led them to be in this particular situation? And How about black men take up the mantle of? You know, working with organizations like the Innocence Project or starting their own organizations to get black men who are wrongfully accused and convicted of crimes out of prison. Like, why are black men not focusing, these black men who are so concerned, like Lil Boosie? Let's pause for a second. For an allegedly straight young man, Lil Boosie is always up to the times on the alphabet community's news. And when I say alphabet community, I mean that with the most respect. I just didn't feel like saying all the letters, but... Boosie is always nose deep in the alphabet communities business, nose deep. I don't know any real straight man who is that up to the minute about LGBT issues. I don't know one, not one who is, who is up in the mix and always has something to say. Like I saw an interview with him on the breakfast club. He was going back and forth with Monroe flame, who is an older, um, lgbt gentleman who um does drag and stuff like that and he was going back and forth with monroe talking about but you know monroe was basically saying monroe has a a child a son who's i think like late teens early 20s and monroe was like i wouldn't want my son to be gay or part of this community because of how hard it is to be black male and lgbt in this world. Not because I think something's wrong with the community, but because I know how hard it is. I have lived it. I experienced it. And I would not want that for him. Boosie was like, nah, but I feel like, you know, all of this is giving the kids too much say as the parent, it's about what you want and what your say is. And, um, Monroe was like, nah, like if the kid is expressing that this is how they feel, This is how they feel. It don't matter what you think or how you feel. It's not going to stop how they feel. And Boosie was going back and forth, back and forth about that. Then the little Nas X picture came out and he back in the news. Boosie, you don't talk about your music nearly as much as you talk about what the LGBT people is doing. Is there something you want to come to the front of the class and tell the people, Boosie? Because you are far too busy. Every time I talk about you, it don't never be for nothing right. First you're wearing a uh, cap jackets or sweatshirts you shouldn't have been wearing. Now you're in the LGBT business. Why can't you just make music and hush? Then nobody ask you for all of this commentary. I cannot understand how you are as an allegedly straight man have this much time and energy to be commenting on something that, that, that's, that has nothing to do with you, allegedly. Um, the streets say that's a, that it's different, but you know, whatever. I'ma say allegedly. So it's just, it's very, it's giving very much pressed. It's giving very much triggered. It's giving very much this affects me, and that's why I'm talking. So I just, I just need him to simmer and just mind his business. I'm sick of hearing it. Every time there's an LGBT story, here he come. Why is you here? <laughs> but for real, like just let's let's focus as black men. That have this much concern about effeminization. Let's focus on building up other black men. Let's focus on enriching the community and bettering the community for black men and black women. Is it the same thing? I just that was what I gasped at too. So yeah. Uh that's 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 just my thought process. Y'all can go on and do what y'all want to do. That is y'all's business. Were you gonna say something else?
2: Um yeah, just just chill out. Son.
0: Yeah, just relax. Everything
2: Oh, this is what I was saying. I was going mm. to say like um it's interesting that when you were saying about like the um um school to um, prison pipeline, um people in prison and stuff like that. A lot of times people are in prison or committing um violent crime stuff like that is because of hypermasculinity teaching.
0: Yes, Agreed. A lot of times that happens.
2: Is they don't know how to what, where to prep, put there. <laughs> They don't know how to express their um, emotions correctly because mm-hmm. they were told not to express them. So they put that in violence and that, yeah. ha- that happens a lot. So like it, it's actually, it actually connects to that. Yes. It's actually
0: oh, very you're, detrimental you're, to our actual community.
2: Your <laughs> so I is, is, is hurting the community yes. in that way. Yes. But um, I do want to move on because that, that bothered me.
0: Yes. Um, speaking of, you know, we're talking about people who are in the, uh, community. Um, Rest in peace to Michael K. Williams, um, the actor who played Omar from The Wire. Um, I just saw a news report pop up that apparently he was found deceased in his apartment today. Um, I literally like, I don't know if people saw me, but I literally gasped when I opened it because I couldn't believe it because I actually love him. And he's an amazing, amazing actor. Like I mentioned the wire, but I've seen him in a number of things and I've watched a number of his interviews and he really is a very complex man. And, you know, I remember watching an interview where he basically was like, you know, he's, he's open. Like he was fluid. He didn't consider himself straight, gay, any of those things, but he was very much quote unquote masculine and you know very much living authentically in who he was as a person so rest in peace to him um he was in his 50s this is just really sad
2: yeah i, I was saying like he was apparently he was co-founder of some called we build the block mm-hmm. um just i'm reading the about page it says for decades many new york neighborhoods have battled the same issues gun violence under resourced schools Food apartheid, lack of employment, opportunities, and more. Instead of strategically and intentionally investing in communities, the city of New York has invested huge amounts of money into over policing and public safety approaches that are not working. Introducing We Build the Block. We are a community-led movement to bring our voices to the front of the conversation on public safety. We're organizing our voices to advocate for our needs, elect leaders, leaders we can hold accountable. And build solutions to the problems we face our work can replace over policing with com- better community developed and led models to protect and free us all
0: mm-hmm. yeah i yeah which, I don't... which
2: is which is kind of what you're saying like creating a program for that yes so. like
0: do do something productive to make a change in the community okay yeah. uh yeah that that is uh that is
2: yeah so it's it, it, it's kind of like a um instead of having the police in the community, we police our own communities. Yes. And just walk around and um, control, like, which which I feel like he's been a big part of. Yes. He he, he seemed like, I think he, he does a lot of stuff with that in general. So. Yes.
0: We literally just saw him, not in person, but we saw him.
2: The DMX tribute. At
0: the DMX tribute at the BET Awards and he was definitely channeling DMX. Like I thought it was DMX when the camera first panned. I said, oh, X came back because it looked just like him the the stance the outfit everything apparently he was 54 years old um they're saying and I I don't <laughs> I don't want to say it but they're saying it may have been a possible OD from heroin or fentanyl um which is crazy because there's another commu- uh, another comedian Fuquan Jackson that passed away recently um, from fentanyl laced cocaine or heroin so they're saying that they found drug paraphernalia in the apartment um and that his nephew found him um in the home um so yeah he you know he talked a lot in his life about like struggles with you know drug addiction and stuff like that so <sighs> so sad so sad rest in peace to him prayers up for his nephew who found him cuz i can't imagine what that must be like to to find someone that you love in that state so very very sad very very sad may he rest in peace um all right do we do we have anything else
2: um yeah, I think that was a uh, that was it for that.
0: All right, y'all. So, we would love to hear more from you all um, about this topic. If you have any other thoughts, uh, angles to consider, things we didn't think about, uh, we would love to hear from you. You know, hit us up on social media. All love, no fear. Pcast on Instagram. All love, no fear. P one on Twitter. You can also email us, alllovenofearpcast at gmail.com. And we have a Facebook page there too. You can comment on either one, All Love No Fear podcast and All Love No Fear um, on Facebook. So thank y'all. This was a good conversation. Word, 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 word. Yes. Up next, it's our artist Artist spotlight. This week's Artist Spotlight is an artist I learned about um, from the uh, Wizkid album. Um, Wizkid has a song out now. You don't need no other body. Literally, that's the um, African song of the summer. I've literally been hearing it everywhere. And so the person who is singing that hook is actually a young Nigerian lady by the name of Tens. Her, her full name is Temilade Openee and she is from Nigeria. Um, she is 26 years old. Um, she was born in um, Nigeria and then moved to the United Kingdom like it seems all Africans and West Indians do at some point. Um, while she was in school, uh, her music teacher noticed that she was, you know, seemingly gifted and uh, she started to learn the piano. And basically it kind of took off from there. Um, in 2018, she recorded a song called Dr. Rebel, Mr. Rebel, I'm sorry. Then, you know, she released some more music in 2019. Uh, Then Khalid, um, the R&B singer, um, recruited her to join him and DeVito on a song called Know Your Worth. And from there, her career just kind of took off. Uh, Now most people seem to know her name from the... um, from the uh, song that I was just singing that she has with uh whizkid, and she also, I believe if I'm correct, is on Drake's latest album on um certified Lover Boy. So sis is out here making her mark, she's only 26, and we love to see a young queen win. So this is Thames with her song Damages that came out in 2020 on her EP called for broken ears. So get into it. Damages.
1: Yeah. 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 Classic. I walked in when I was in New York again. Charlene was trying to run on me. I I've been going on my own. I've been I've been doing things I know. It's a day one, you running right back. Say the drama, you running off track. It's a one life, you tell me one to One time you tell me one time. Open your eyes, open your eyes, baby. Can you be wise? Cause I'm a pride, baby. I'm on the way, I'm on the run, baby. Let me alone, leave me alone. Take it by now. I put you on it. Say you want a chance to hold it on me, I feel now hold it back. Turn you right around, taking my way. So tell me what you need from me now. I know what you need to be now, cause I'm done with it now. No more damages now. Say so tell me what you need from me now. I know what you need to be now, cause I'm done with it now. No more damages now, now. No more damage. Then, when I was a baby girl, I was yours and you were my world. Tell me what you wanna do for me now. Take it down and I hold you to run my race, cause you're running right there. Run my race, cause you take it right there. I've been down, I've been running right there. I've been out, cause you take it back there. Pull up tonight, I might be risky But me stomach forget the whiskey But you still wanna get back with me You trying to be the one and deal with Don't got my phone, you're nothing my mind You me way in at the one chance I live my life, don't need you with me Yeah, yeah So tell me what you need from me now I know what you need to be now Cause I'm done with you now No more damages now So tell me what you need from me now I'm a diamond.
0: all right word word that was thames damages uh these these nigerians is killing the music game okay i don't know if y'all know but these nigerian artists is giving what it's supposed to give they not missing okay they not missing so put some respect on their name okay got it got it got it so let's move on to this week in a So, uh, first up, let's start with some positive news. Uh, congratulations to Cardi B and offset there. As y'all know, Cardi B was, um, very pregnant and she had their child, a son on Saturday, the 4th. So congrats. Cause I don't think I knew what they were having boy or girl. I just knew she was pregnant. So, uh, they haven't posted a name or anything like that at this point in time, but, uh, yeah, they had another baby. So congrats to them. We love to see it. We love to see families growing. It's beautiful. Yes, God. So congrats. Um, in other news, which is positive, but you know, connected to a sad kind of story. Um, if you remember from two, was it two years ago? Um, Elijah McLean, the young man, um, he was, he was, uh, he, had, he was an adult, but he had like some developmental delays and um, the police essentially killed him uh, for no real reason. He wasn't doing anything. He wasn't bothering anybody, but you know, they killed him. And uh, people were calling for the officers and the paramedics who, cause I think they, they, they like tased him like a bunch of times if I remember the story correctly. And that, you know, had caused brain damage. And um, no one was really held accountable for it. But this past week, the officers that were on the scene, as well as the paramedics who did not provide the um, treatment they were supposed to to possibly save his life, um, they have all been arrested Mm -hmm. and will hopefully be prosecuted to the fullest extent of the law and will be held accountable for what they did because that young man didn't have to die. So there's that. Um, Moving on. Mexico. Who the president over there? I need them to come get Texas. We as a country are finished. We we would like to give Texas back. Um, so in case you don't know why I'm saying this, this past week, um, Texas um, was allowed by the Supreme Court to go forward with passing a law that would basically make it illegal for a woman to get an abortion past the six-week point. And a woman can be turned in a woman and anyone who assists her in possibly getting an abortion. So somebody who drives an Uber to a a place for her to get an abortion, someone who tries to give her some type of medicinal or other aid to have an abortion can be sued. And the person who turns them in can be rewarded with up to $10,000. Um, for any information leading to uh, the arrest and prosecution or whatever the case is of, a woman who is um, past the six week point of pregnancy, who's trying to have an abortion. Um, here's the thing that's confusing for me about it. COVID real virus. People are dying from every day. We all know about it. Texans are arguing about whether masks are, infringing upon their civil liberties and saying it's my body my choice to put on a mask but for a person to grow provide nutrition carry birth and take care of a human being my body my choice doesn't apply it applies for a piece of fabric but it doesn't apply for a human that you have to be responsible for make it make sense make it make sense so y- y'all understand my body, my choice, when it's something you don't want to do, but when it's something that you're not a part of, you're not involved in, we'll never be involved in, in the lives of other people. Suddenly we don't know what choice means. So Mexico, whoever it is that runs it down there, if you could just come and take them, we would be forever grateful. Honestly, you could take that whole, that whole bottom area, take all them, all the places that was yours before, just take them because I don't have any time because they stay in some foolishness. Arizona can go too. Y'all can take them too if y'all want because they forever acting up. So I don't know what y'all want to do. Think about it, Mexico. But um, Texas is garbage for that because truth be told, unless you are a person who is trying to conceive actively and taking pregnancy tests on a regular basis, you wouldn't know until you're that you were pregnant until well past that six week mark. You wouldn't find out till maybe eight, 10, 12. I know people who found out at the 16 week mark that they were pregnant. So, cause they didn't have any symptoms. They didn't notice. They didn't have any like changes in their body. Like they just were like, oh, I got a little hungrier, but like that was it. So to say six weeks is insane. And again, we don't know the reasons behind why people are having abortions. Like, No one should be forced to have a child that they don't want to have because for all of this pro-choice life begins at conception conversation, you don't have as a society, as a state, the the social services and the fallback net for people to get assistance and help with taking care of these kids that y'all are forcing them to have. Y'all make people jump through 37,000 hoops just to get assistance that they need, but you don't wanna give it to them because, oh, they're irresponsible, they should've waited till they had more financial stability, they should've this, they should've that, and it's like, yeah, okay, cool. That's all well and good, but what now? The kid is here. Help them out. Don't force them to have a child that they're not ready for or don't want for any myriad of reasons which are legitimate. But then when they need the help, give them a hard time about it. Like you got to pick one. It can't be both. If you're going to make people have kids because you feel like aborting a fetus is wrong, you need to have all of the resources and tools and things available to make sure that this life that you were so concerned about now has an opportunity to thrive and be its best. But if you're not going to do that, You need to stay out of people's uteruses and business. So I say all that to say either Mexico can come get Texas or women who live in Texas should just get on out of there. I don't care how cheap the houses are. It's ghetto, you should leave. That's all I'm saying. I I hope that this law will not stand for long, that you know somebody somewhere will have some sense and uh, strike it down as unconstitutional, but I don't know. It's very ghetto. And I'm sure there are plenty of other states who are trying to follow suit because America. So, you know, it's very ghetto. Very ghetto. This is why the Netherlands or Norway or whoever it was called is a third world country. This is why it's very ghetto. And they're right. Um, and don't any of y'all come in the comments or anywhere arguing with me about I don't love the country. Go find something to do. Okay. Um, rest in peace to those who lost their lives, unfortunately, in the flooding that was a result of uh, tropical storm Ida. Um, if you don't know, the New York City uh, metropolitan area was hit very hard by some very heavy rains. Um, what was it, Wednesday? Wednesday? Mm-hmm. I think it was Wednesday. And um, some folks lost their lives, unfortunately. They were like trapped in cars. And couldn't get out and the water, the waters were very aggressive and very high. And, uh, I read a story about two faculty members from, um, Iona college who were like driving back from teaching their class and trying to get home and got caught up in, um, the waters, the car just flooded and, you know, they have passed away. Um, there's a story about a, a family in, um, Queens, I forget what part, but they lived in a basement apartment and they couldn't get out. And so they drowned and you know, I think they said like the death toll is something like 40 something people. I saw like videos of tornadoes in New Jersey. It got very crazy um, weather wise. And if nothing else, you know, we know that we are not prepared. New York is not prepared. This this side of the country is not prepared for any kind of hurricane type situation. If something like that would ever happen, New York would be washed away. Um, seriously, no, no joke, no exaggeration. Um so yeah it was very sad you know subway service was down for a while buses were down like it was it was a slight mess for like a day and a half um but you know rest in peace to those who passed away like i'm sure that was awful um yeah yeah oh, let's sigh it's been a week um In more positive news, uh, I think last week we talked about, um, Jesse Jackson and his wife were both, um, hospitalized for COVID. Um, I believe I read, uh, either yesterday or the day before that they are both back home, um, after being hospitalized. Oh no, I lied. Um. Reverend Jackson's wife, Jesse Jackson's wife, um, she has been released from the hospital and is back home. Jesse is still um, in a rehab facility. So, you know, it's great that they're, you know, seem to be recovering and things are moving along. But, you know, as we said last week, they are older. So, you know, I'm sure more precautions are being taken to make sure that the recovery goes as uh, smoothly as it can. So, you know, it's positive news that they're out of the hospital, you know, just keep the prayers going that they will make a full recovery. Um, While I was waiting for us to start, I saw this story about um, a soccer player, um, Jean-Pierre Adams. He was a soccer player um, from France um, back in the 70s. Um, he got a, well, or in the 80s, he had a knee injury and he went into the hospital to have an operation back in 1982. Something went wrong with the operation and he's been in a coma for 39 years. And he finally passed away this recently. <clears throat> I just want to be very clear publicly. Don't you keep me in a no coma for 39 years.
2: That's a long time.
0: That is a, like, how are you even allowed to do that? Like, I read that story about how his wife took care of him for 39 years, and I was just like, people talking about, oh, she's such a loving wife. Nah, I have questions.
2: That's a long time.
0: That man was in a coma for almost four decades.
2: What? That is is a long time.
0: That man was in a coma longer than I've been alive. What? Even if by some miracle he was to wake up out that coma, what he supposed to do? In his mind, he was dreaming. Right, the world—the world he went into that coma before does not exist. It is a whole different situation out here. Like, I—I I want to read more it, about he, that story because can, I'm just can. like, I'm like, How, Can you connect the difference between dream and reality right now? <laughs> like what? Like thirty-nine years? Like what? Huh? Like I can't understand. Like what are they doing? Like what? I don't understand. Rest in peace to him. Hopefully he is finally at peace and resting because I cannot imagine that. That sounds insane to me. From a person from the person being in the coma and a person being a family member or a friend knowing that somebody like that's just all the way around insane, but rest in peace to him. The story was crazy. Oh, never mind. Apparently
2: People in coma are unlikely to be dreaming.
0: Oh, okay. I don't know what the... that.
2: That's that's more distressing.
0: Yeah, I'm like, so what are you doing over there? <laughs> that is
2: more distressing.
0: I don't like that. I don't that like that. I want to read more about this story because it is interesting to me. Like, I I didn't even think you could keep someone in a coma on life support for that long of the time like yeah,
2: that, that, that's I, I, th-
0: I did not know that was a thing that you could do like
2: <laughs> and, and everything that happens in the real world you kind of hear you're aware of and you kind of know what's going on
0: yeah For 40 years yeah that sounds torturous I no no that that sounds torturous the whole time
2: he's like yo can someone kill me too?
0: like can someone just turn this can machine someone,
2: off can someone please please
0: please, For 40 years that sounds please. awful just all type of conversations you're hearing that you can't be a part of no that, that sounds torturous get me out of here so no no well, I don't like that, but I will read more about this story because I have genuine fascination about this. Um, next up, uh, I don't know whether I'm afraid of Drake or whether I applaud him. I'm somewhere in the middle. Drake has somehow man- managed to be a bully and a troll while finessing most of us into believing that he's a nice guy. Why am I saying this? So Drake released his album, Certified Love Boy. He purposely waited, in my opinion, until Kanye put out Donda to put his out. Um, secondly, apparently there was an Andres 3000 song on that was supposed to be on Donda, but dis- they decided, whoever, not to put it on the album. Um, but of course, Three Stacks came and gave us what Three Stacks gave, which is excellent rap. And, you know, people are talking about the song. It's going around whatever, whatever. Come to find out Drake released the song and in the song, Kanye is dissing Drake. And I'm just like, how did Drake get the song? How how did Drake get the song? Who gave it to him? How was he able to release it? How has, how has he successfully navigated us to talking about how great Andre 3000 is and totally disregarding Kanye's album? It's scary, but masterful. And I don't know if to be proud of the young man or afraid I'm in the middle because how Drake did that how he finessed that we talking about his album and three stacks verse we ain't talking about Kanye it's like what, what Kanye but but three stacks though like the fact that there's people posting about the verse and posting whole Instagram caption monologues about how great three stacks is I'm just like Drake is awful he's a troll Kanye whatever it is you did that man go and apologize please he's never gonna let it he's never gonna let up He's going to keep doing this to you. He's going to, he's going to drive you insane. And the whole time look like the good guy. That's the messed up part. That you gonna look like a jerk. This, you going to be driving yourself crazy, trying to go back and forth with this man. And he just going to be sitting there like, I don't even know. I don't even know what happened. Whatever it is you did, I need you to go over there and make it right. Because he's going to keep dragging you for eternity. He's never going to let it go. He's a Scorpio. They don't let it. They don't let anything go. Whatever it is you did, fix it. Cause Jay Z politely dragged you and moved on. This dude's never gonna stop. So go go fix it. Cause I it makes me uncomfortable. Poor Andre three thousand in the middle. Like I just I just wanted to do a verse. He said he wanted to do something about his mom. My mom passed away. I wanted to say something about my mom. I don't know why. I'm, poor Andre don't know why he in the middle of this. He like I want to do a song with Drake. I want to do verses with people. Like I don't know why I how also, I have ended up in the middle of this situation.
2: Also sick of I think it was, Andre is confused. Also in that note, it was also interesting how he decided to put out who we want to do a verse with in the process. He was like, also just since we're since we're here, can I do a verse with Kendrick. JC.
0: Yes, J. Cole. J. Cole. Yeah, he put out very specific names. He's like, I just, just just put it out there. Just, just you know, since I'm out here doing since, verses. Since, y-
2: since y'all are reading what I'm writing.
0: Yes. If y'all y'all are picking up what I'm putting down. Um I just want to put out some. Right. If y'all want to do a verse collabo I'm ready. <laughs> I'm prepared.
2: I'm, i want to do a verse for these I people I think
0: Toby <laughs> should shoot his shot because Andre seems open to verses. So I think Toby <laughs> should hit him and be like, So what's up? Can we get a verse? Because it seems like you out here doing them So you know, if you wanted a verse with three stacks, now bite me your time now might be your time but yeah that yeah. that was the most interesting turn of events uh that i did not see coming this i
2: weekend. do i do want to see a andre and kendrick does sound interesting
0: i want it that i I'll, have, I'll 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 purchase it that does sound interesting oh yeah I'll, speaking of I'll um, purchase
2: it. the jay-z verse on drake just if y'all didn't know he's definitely talking about dame dash yes De- definitely
0: definitely definitely <laughs> without question <laughs> and i and i would urge damon to just be cool and say nothing
2: He's not going to But it's cool you said but that
0: But I But again Jay-Z's another Petty Will keep stuff going For a little while Kind of guy And I feel like he put it out As like a say something Damon Say something I've got yeah, more It's,
2: it's definitely cause, don't, don't
0: say something Damon he,
2: he did it He did it don't. specifically He was like Hey I'm going to Do a verse on Kanye's album I'm gonna do this verse On Drake's album So you don't think It's those two Yeah <laughs> Right. So now you know who I'm talking about.
0: Right. It's it's very clear. It's very clear. <laughs> and it's a little uncomfortable, but that's 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 those rich people's business. Um, finally, um, what is wrong with people? Um, so as y'all who may follow tennis know, the U.S. Open is currently happening. Um, Naomi Osaka, she lost her match and dipped and kind of said, "I think I'm taking a break because playing tennis gives me the anxieties," and. I feel sis, it's a lot. Then Sloane Stevens, who won the US Open a couple of years ago, another young black player, she lost her match um, to Angelique Kerber. And apparently she got 2000 plus death threats with people wishing to hurt her leg, to break her leg so she's never able to play tennis again, wishing she gets raped because she lost. What's wrong with people? Like I Like, people are insane. Like the girl went and played a professional tennis match and lost. People lose every day. Why is her life being threatened? Why are people threatening to rape her or cut her legs off or crush her leg? Like y'all got to stop. This is why Naomi and a lot of these other players don't like talking to the press. They don't like engaging with the public because of stuff like this. And then I see comments like, oh, well they knew what they were signing up for. They should have thicker skin. No, I come to play tennis, sis. That's what I come to do. I come to play tennis. I do not come to be threatened over me losing the match. You don't think I already feel messed up enough and I'm overthinking it because I lost the match. Now I got to read people trying to kill me too. Like you don't think that's too much. You think that's what people sign up for. That's insane. I People people need Jesus. They need deliverance because how is a person losing a tennis match affecting you this bad to where you're threatening their life? Like how did we get here? H- how are we here? Somebody needs to explain it to me because I do not understand. It's the Panasonic it got to be because y'all just been in your house too long no, no, and got, people race before that and got kind of time thing. because what, what in it? What people, the hell?
2: People just be racist. I don't.
0: Jesus, man, we ain't about to have the race,
2: nothing. The racist chain is never late.
0: No, it's never late. I'm just kind of like.
2: You want you wanted to not be there?
0: Find something to do with your time. No, it'll
2: be, it be there every time.
0: I promise you, if people keep going with this, we not going to have no professional athletes. Cause these Gen Z children don't have time they're, for they're, any they're, of it. They don't have time for y'all. They will absolutely go and do gardening or baking of something before they put up with this nonsense. Yeah, they, don't, they don't have time for y'all. So shoot, we might be we might be winding down on professional sports watching as a culture. Cause if this how y'all gonna keep giving it up to these Generation Z children, pff, we we ain't gonna have much. Cause they not doing all the discipline, people. So I just need everybody to calm down, get some sense about yourself. <sighs> Anyways, so new music. Some things came out this week, uh, as we mentioned before. Certified Lover Boy by the homie Drake.
2: I had to change the name because you said chocolate. I was like, Stephanie certified.
0: Yes, yeah, Certified Lover Boy. <laughs> I had to change. I the wrote chocolate. Yeah. Okay, I must have been thinking about that. Certified Lover <laughs> Boy um, by uh, Drake, and he had these billboards out everywhere in different cities, telling people like their artist from their city was on the album. The marketing is very creative. You love to see it. Um, speaking of marketing We were talking about Kanye When we were in the car And it's like I don't think Kanye Realizes who he is He doesn't realize he, he's,
2: he's Kanye He's him
0: Like pull a Beyonce Just put an album out And let the people have it Like, like you don't have to Do all these stunts and shows
2: Yeah Like I understand like, Drake so, put out a
0: couple Billboards and said There's the promo Go with Godchildren.
2: Like <laughs> You have to understand Like you, you gotta do King stuff When you Like When when you are A certain level You don't do All these extra Trying to get likes You don't do all that stuff Yeah Like he, he's doing too much you Like
0: do did Jay-Z Did Jay-Z give us promo For 444 Or did he just say Here's an album kids? It
2: was some billboards That said 444 And then that was it Yeah
0: Shoot Nas didn't even Give us a promo For King's disease He, he like, just said here
2: I'm Nas Listen. He said here <laughs> Like that's what Kings do
0: Yes but K- I, I think Kanye is still Styles. acting Like he hungry On college dropout You don't no, have to do I'm that like, sir you,
2: You're doing too much
0: It's, like, it's giving stunts Cause, cause
2: it, it actually Hurts your album
0: Yes it actually It hurts you it just, makes you Just look. be like,
2: here's some music.
0: Yes. And then the problem is, you haven't given us a good album, arguably, depending on who you ask. Which
2: is why you do that.
0: Since 808's heart and Heartbreaks. Oh, and so it's since, just like... Um, no. Since beautiful, watch, dark, twisted fantasy? Watch your throat. Wash your throat. Well, I don't count that as a Kanye album. I count it as a collab album, but I know what you mean. Yeah. You haven't given us a good album in about 10 years. So when you keep doing these stunts and shows to give us what you give us, it's just...
2: Yeah, like... Mm. No, actually, Twisted Fantasy was after, right? Yeah. Um, but whatever, just put that album out and go. Like, don't do all these theatrics, the listening parties, Marilyn Manson. Like, it's just, it's too much. You it's, are Kanye West. It's you
0: giving don't, stunts.
2: You don't have to do all these it's things.
0: It's giving stunt queen.
2: Everybody else who's a king queen, they're going to do these. Like, Kanye West, like a few people, like I said, they, they keep doing these stunts that you don't have to. Right. They keep doing Like, Nicki Minaj do your Nicki Minaj just put some music out and go yeah just just rap that's it that's (laughs) it put some songs out of rap you don't have to do all the extra stuff and just rap put some beats (laughs) grab grab primo (laughs) rap here's the album and then go home that is the end
0: like we don't we're not (laughs) asking for a lot that is all like that we're (laughs) not not... it's not much It's not, not a lot.
2: Those extra theatrics and extra stuff.
0: Child, when Rihanna put out "Anti," I feel like sis gave us some pictures and said, "Here, I'm Rihanna." She she gave us <laughs> visuals. She she gave. When
2: Rihanna puts out an album, you can play this. Guess what? I'm Rihanna. Listen to music.
0: <laughs> right, like that's it. Like she but don't do all of that. All of that extra, extra, you're going extra, to listen extra. Because
2: I'm Rihanna. That's right. right. <laughs> because I'm Rihanna. You can listen.
0: Right, like she just literally was like, "Here's some visuals. And here's Kanye some West pictures." Has a, big, has
2: a big enough hive. He can he can do it.
0: Yes, like just we don't need this from you, sir just be
2: like I'm Kanye West here
0: don't do this no more we don't like it that's all you have to do because at this point I refuse to entertain the album simply because of all the stunts and the one song I did listen to wasn't enough for me to want to listen to the rest of it so boy bye yeah Um, Lady Gaga as my friend refers to her released the album Dawn of Chromatica I appreciate that Gaga still makes music I don't know who's still Listening to it But I appreciate that She still makes it
2: she, she has a hive
0: She has. She does have a hive I'm not a part of it But kudos to her For continuing to release music For her hive And finally um, The fastest man in the world Usain Bolt Has released A reggae album A dancehall album Called Country Utes um, With a gentleman named NJ uh, I believe NJ's a singer And the two of them are Going back and forth on this album for uh about 14 songs, I want to say. So it's a full album. It's not an EP, it's a full it's a full album. He's trying to make the transition from a former Olympic athlete to uh artist, and we 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 respect it. Big respect to the Ute Dame. Um so yeah, get into it. Get into it. Word so that's it. That's all I got. Anything else you got to talk about on this here um, afternoon?
2: Um, Just celebration. this 25th anniversary of, um, of AT Aliens.
0: Oh, nice. For
2: so, oh, That's
0: why I saw a big boy posted yesterday. Yeah.
2: Okay. 25th anniversary of AT Aliens. Listen to that. Again, if you have not before or just if you have, just listen to it because it's great.
0: Get into it. AT Aliens. Greatest group to ever do it. Outcast. Ask about them. Yeah. Also, speaking of outcasts, we got to start putting respect on Big Boy as a rapper. People act yeah, like yeah, Three yeah, Stacks yeah, is yeah, the yeah, only one that, that can rap. And let's be clear. Big Boy gives bars. OK,
2: all going to stop that.
0: Big Boy got two albums that slap that I play well, front he, to he back. He has
2: more than two, but he, he does have two. The,
0: two. the two that I listen to all the time. Um, the the Vicious Lies and, and and something or another. Let me let me tell you what they is right now. But they both they slap from front to back. There's no no skips for me. OK. It gives what it's supposed to uh, give. Vicious Lies and Dangerous Rumors. Um, I also like Seleucious Let Foot. That one gives what it's supposed to give. Mm-hmm. And uh, let me see. Most recent one. The most recent one I think is Boomiverse. Oh uh, yeah. Yes. So all the albums really give what they're supposed to give. So um, put some respect on Big Boy's name. Okay. That's what I need y'all to do. He's phenomenal.
2: Lord released album too. I'm only saying that because I, I, I wish Lord looked younger like her age Can,
0: um, okay let's wrap the podcast up i'm not even because <laughs> at first i was like did he say lord because i'm like first of all you know who lord is and then go, good night okay it's been great y'all thank you for having us thank you for listening we appreciate y'all's uh support um i don't think lord deserved that um <laughs> unintentional stray but um you was, know god bless god bless god bless like like uh, like fat joe said the covid was in there god bless God bless because
2: wow. I was I was just I was confused because wow. I'm always confused about how old she is and there you look oh she's
0: okay wow okay so yes uh, we appreciate y'all thank y'all so much uh the episode she's twenty four it's a hard twenty four <laughs> uh, <laughs> she's twenty four so I was given sixteen <laughs> at twenty four so I'm like hmm. Stressful, but you know what? That's that lady business. I'm not involved in that. <laughs> um. <laughs> until next time, y'all. We bid you adieu.
2: I do
1: it, do do it, do it, do it, do Uh huh. Uh
0: huh. Yeah, boy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's the All Love No Fear podcast. Hey. It's the All Love, No Fear Podcast. Check us out. It's the All Love, Oh, No
1: Fear Podcast. Podcast, Uh-huh, uh-huh. All Love, Oh, No Fear Podcast. Hey.